1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Pal and Finn Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Tonight we got a pretty cool show um, with a charitable organization. Uh, we got the, the man with the plan right here from the Finn Attic Angler Foundation. We got Oscar Castillo on. What's going on, man? How's it going? Man, it's going good, man. I tell you what, with an introduction like that, dude, it'll pump you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can get, I can get more pumped up too, man. Yeah, you know, that's man, how you gotta I'm do. Good. You gotta have, you gotta get it going. You know, what's up? What's up? What's yeah. up, everybody? <laughs> yeah, man, for real. I was like, oh, see the real deal. Here we go, man. I think I've done enough of these. I kind of got it. That's pretty much how I want to do all of them. <laughs> And then, you know, when you know when I get excited is when I when I start talking real fast and then you'll be like, man, where is that guy from? He sounds like from Louisiana or somewhere. He ain't from Texas. He's from Georgia. That's where he's from. Damn, <laughs> Georgia. Yeah, I grew up in southeast Georgia, man, on the coast over there and spent some time in the Marine Corps, moved around, duty stations and all that, and then ended up in Texas in 96. Um, but, yeah, there it is. Uh, Damn, man, we're going to get, uh, get rolling here. Normally at the beginning of the show, want to – let everybody know a little bit about yourself and uh, yes. give them yes. a backstory so, and then uh, kind of roll into what uh, what kicked off this uh, the or what Fanatic Angler Foundation is about and what kind of started. And then we'll get further in depth into it. Yeah, man. So first of all, uh, thank you for having me on this podcast. And, uh, you know, I know we talked about it for a little bit and I'm excited that we're finally able to, to, to get it going and get it recorded. So thank you very much for that. Um, my, my name is Oscar Castillo, and I'm the executive director for Finn Attic Angler Foundation. Uh, it's it's uh, back in 2011, you know, we had wanted to bring communities together, different communities, all walks of life together to come fish events. Because prior to that, I had, I was, I was very fortunate to have exposure of fishing tournaments uh, along the coastline. Man, from from South Padre, Port Isabel, all, all the way to Galveston, and and up uh, all up and down the coastline, but also on the freshwater side of things too. And so, uh, before 2011, I was traveling around doing these, these fishing tournaments, and uh, I wanted to bring something home, man, to San Antonio, Texas. So uh, in 2011, we started having little community fishing events here, kind of happy go lucky, and. Uh, they, they started the crowds started to get bigger and bigger but the the main the main picture for 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 the main focus of all this was to teach kids fishing I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to, to go out and teach kids and, and families all about fishing angler education aquatic education and so 2016 we started fanatic angler foundation and here we are man 2021 rocking and rolling yeah and if if uh, it's a 
a five hundred one c three foundation, right? I mean, it's a yeah, it's legit. I mean, they, y'all got stuff going on like crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, man. I'll tell you a story really quick. Um, you know, back in two thousand eleven, all the way to two thousand fifteen, we were kind of happy go lucky. And for the most part, me and some buddies were, were funding everything. We would go on the social media and we would say that we we're going to go to a park. And, and if you would like to join us, you know, learn something about fishing, how to tie a knot and, and, and basically put the rod and reels together. And so we did that for a couple of years and, and it started growing and growing and growing. In 2015, my mom came out to an event and she was shocked at all the people that were there and and uh, everything that was going on, and, and she asked me, you know, who, who funds this? I said, well, we do. It's just, it's just a happy-go-lucky thing. And uh, she said, you know, uh, what's, what, what is the biggest event you've ever done? I said, well, something like this, it's pretty consistent because this is all that we could afford. Um, and she said, would you like to do bigger things? And I said, yeah, I would. But I, I, I don't see that happening. And so uh, it was really her idea to go, to go out and get a 501c3 and and uh, you know, under education, and and get this ball rolling, and actually have others help us achieve you know our goals and our mission statement. So that's how all that you know came about, man. Man, that's super cool. So uh, for everybody that don't know, what else? What else is there? Uh, do y'all offer? I mean, y'all's mission is uh, I see it says to organize and conduct fishing clinics, promote angler education. Uh, fostering the knowledge and skills of fishing while reinforcing the importance of stewardship of the land and outdoor ethics. And that, that's cool. Yes. That's, uh, y'all can go visit their website. I got it posted up down there on the ticker down there. It's uh, fanaticangler.org, you know, and uh, you can scroll through and uh, see what their mission, vision, and who they are. Um, and then all the events they have that go on and then how to volunteer or how to donate. Um, there's a lot of stuff there. Uh, contact and, and 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 reach out. There's ways, you know. There's tournaments. There's clinics. There's instructor workshops. I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff going off. Um, I know, what I'm excited man. about is that the tenth annual kayak tournament coming up. <laughs> but yeah, um, y'all have a a golf tournament also that I'm seeing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, that. man. Yeah. So you so you know what what happened was. Um, when we when when we got our, our 501c3 and 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 you know we had we opened up fanatic anger foundation a nonprofit. Uh, i mean we went all out man I'm, I'm a texas parks and wildlife area chief instructor you know i teach adults how to teach kids fishing and and, and really it's a curriculum i teach the adults a curriculum that was created by texas parks and wildlife and some other agencies right and and, and so um I went, I went all out, man. And, and, but the very first fishing clinic that we had put on, it was for a neighborhood fishing program here in San Antonio. It was a, a little community park. The very first one that I put on, I invited all of my fishing buddies. And uh, basically, you know, the volunteers that we had, we had set up stations. And so we teach kids stewardship of the land. And when when, when the kids come to our events, they all get a wristband, and, and, and they have they must attend every station. When they complete every station, they get a certificate of completion. They, they, they become a basic angler, uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife certified, and, and, and Fanatic Angler Foundation certified. And so when, when the very first event that I put on, like on a big public community level, uh, partnered with the San Antonio River Authority, you know, Texas Parks and Wildlife Academy, Sports and Outdoors, all these, all these uh, uh, corporations and, and other foundations. Uh, I invited all of my fishing buddies, and when they came with their families, and they went to Stewardship of the Land Station, they went to the Safety Station, they went to the Knot Tying and to the Casting, and then onto Fishing. When they went to every station, for the most part, they knew everything. For the most part. And I sat back and I said, man, I invited all the wrong people. I invited fishermen to like a fishing clinic and only because this was a basic, this was an intro. Mm-hmm. So after that, man, I never did that again. I went to the local basketball courts. I went to the football fields. I went to the soccer fields. I, I went out just in general. I went out to the public and said, you want to learn fishing? And we have had thousands of kids come through our program uh, that would have never, ever 
had an opportunity to fish or, 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 or maybe um, didn't have any guidance. So, so when you look at our events, uh, man, there's a golf tournament in there. You know, we, we, we attract golfers. Yeah. And, and, and for the most part, golfers love outdoors. And, and a golfer might not want to come to our event, but they probably have grandkids or kids or, or neighbors. And, and, man, we do whatever we can to promote Fanatic Anchor Foundation. We do menudo cook-offs, man. We, we, we've been oh, to yeah. a lowrider. Man, we, man, we've been to a lowrider car show, like with all our fishing gear. Like we go everywhere, anywhere and everywhere. And we're very successful with it. And, it, and, and there's, a, there's a lot of people behind us. And so we're, we're, we're doing good. We're in a good place. We have a lot of good support. And it's fun, man. Everything we do is fun. I would like to go back and talk about our kayak tournament, though. <laughs> oh yeah, I said y'all just, y'all just did have a uh, uh, a kids a kids meetup, right? Yeah, last week, man. One hundred twenty, one hundred twenty nine kids. That's awesome. Yeah, I, and we were we were very fortunate to have it over there at Brook City Base, which is an old Air Force base here in San Antonio, and they have okay. ponds. They, they, oh, they have cool. ponds there. And, They're stocked uh, with fish. There's some good. Uh, they are. They, they they are. So it's a private facility, right? But they are there. They are stocked with fish. There's bass and catfish and and uh, bluegills and and man, I, oh, wow. I will tell you, I will tell you one thing. Like going into this, we for the most part knew that there was a couple of fourteen-inch bass, right? Yep. And there was a, and there was a ton of nine-inch bass, and, and and there was a ton of of, of seven-inch bass, and we knew that going in. But the main thing was to to Go with smaller hooks so that everybody could have you know a catch ratio. We mm-hmm. and, and and this is like I mean I share all this man because somebody else could use it, but we we went with ultralight rods. Yeah. Right. And 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 so when the kids caught a seven inch bass and a nine inch bass, it felt big. Oh, they was having a blast on them ultralights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. And, and 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 so you know we knew going in that there was no six pounders, 10 pounders, stuff like that. We, you know, we always scout the area and we always have a plan, but the main thing is to have fun. So we adapted and, and people said, you're going to have it there. And I said, yeah, man, because there's a bigger picture. And I tell you what, you know, we had 129 kids and it was a blast. We had 12, we had 12 kids catch a fish for the first time ever. Like, oh, that's like awesome. ever. Yeah. You know, so we have yeah. awards for that. We have a first fish award. Oh, and wow. I, I tell you what, man, it, it's neat. You know, I, I've been very fortunate, um, and, and I've actually uh, have missed you on a couple of tournament scenes, but, you know, we uh, fished the Rudy's Redfish when it was around in the IFA yes. and, and, and uh, Saltwater Angler Magazine. And so I've had the opportunity to be in, in, in those positions, right? But uh, I tell you what, man, I love giving back to the community. And we run oh, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of us, dude. I mean, this is... What what we do is not really easy, but it's very rewarding. Um, do y'all have some some corporate sponsors that that help out? We yeah we do man yes yeah we we uh and when it, when it comes to like uh, you, you know man uh Walmart has helped us out tremendously cool deal uh one Walmart in Galveston dude uh, and we're in San Antonio but you know the things that we've done in Galveston. Walmart helped us out tremendously. Uh, Academy, Academy, uh, man, uh, all, all the way down to B and B charcoal and kielbasa. Oh, cool you know, deal. I was gonna say the kids they, they get some food and stuff at that that event and then. Uh, yes, and and, and and you know, uh, so before COVID, man, mm-hmm. we rock and roll, right? And then when yeah. COVID hit, it shut everything down, and and we were still able to have food, but it had to be wrapped. And it had to be sealed and, and everything right. individually. Individually, and, yes. And, and but last weekend, coming coming out of, of of the situation that we were in, by then lifting some bands, we were able to bring food back in. And even though we brought food back in, we still individually wrapped everything. And you know, we're still rocking and rolling with a whole bunch of COVID guidelines and stuff like that. Yeah. Trying and to that's awesome. Over one hundred and twenty kids, and you know, yeah, people, man, never caught fish before. So I mean, it's. That's cool getting the, the you know kids to exposed to that, and then it's like, you know, then next it. level, you know, from a bank fisherman, hey, they might, you know, a few years down the road, might grab a kayak and then be be out there battling with us later later on, you know, 
you know, yeah, it's man, good I, to see everything and and uh, and see what possibilities are out there. Even just walking in the spots is just cool, just to get them into it. You know, at Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Yeah, well, I tell you what, you know, I was, I was surprised at all the kids that got up on a Saturday. You know, this was last week. School had already started, I think, for 95% of the kids. You know, uh, they had already gone through a week or two of school, and they got up. But, and, and I think people people are wanting it, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, part of our program is, is to have the parents involved. So the, the, the parents, for the most part, have the money, and they have the vehicle, and, and, and they have to say so. So it's very important that the parents, of course, I want to get kids into fishing. But I need the support of the parents or the guardians or the neighbor or yeah. whoever it is that's going to bring them. So it's very important, man. It's a full circle. It's it's really really cool. It is cool. So what what are the, what other events are coming up? I think there's a, a kayak tournament coming up. <laughs> man, there's a big kayak tournament, man. You know there there's a big kayak. It's a it's like a two day deal. It's not a mandatory two day because. The kayak tournament is Saturday, but we highly encourage everyone to come out on Friday. And, and they do. You know, we probably have about 100 people camping out on Friday. And then by Saturday, there'll probably be about 160, 180 anglers. Um, and, and, and you know what, man? I will say one thing. It, this tournament is held at Calabarese. And, 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 and when we started doing our fishing tournaments, um, we... We started out at Calaveras only because that's it's it's personal for us. That's where we grew up. That's where we that's where we started, Bronick Lake and Calaveras Lake. Yeah. And so as 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 we did um, grow and 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 mature and get older, we started venturing out. You know, we went to the coast a, a ton. We went to rivers, the Nueces. We went to the Guadalupe, and we started venturing out from San Antonio. But we 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 started at Bronick. Calaveras and our San Antonio River. So yeah. when we had this idea of, of hosting tournaments, you know, where were we going to do it? Uh, Sharkathon had just started also, and that was a super, you know, awesome event. Mm-hmm. And, and they had they had that uh, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday lockdown at the coast on yeah. Big Shell. And uh, and I said, man, let's just have it in San Antonio. And everybody thought I was I was crazy, you know. And I said, we'll have it at Calaveras Lake. And uh, so our fishing tournaments are there kind of, you know, to give back to the community, to bring something to San Antonio. Yeah. And for the, I mean, we have the biggest events. And granted, this is our 10th year, man. We've been doing it strong for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, and and for know, the listeners out there who, who, who might not be familiar with these two lakes, um, Bronick and Calaveras, uh, you can catch redfish there. Uh, TPWD stocks, you know, landlocked yes. redfish in the freshwater lakes. Yeah, man. So, so Texas Parks and Wildlife. Definitely cool. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's super cool. And, and, and you know, so so um, Fanatic Angler Foundation is very, very fortunate to have access to the hatchery and flower club. Yeah. So we so we do trips over there, man. We take we take families over there. We take you know military veterans over there. Uh, who uh, we uh, take special needs kids, and we take everything. You know, everyday kids. Everybody goes. Um, and, and, and we're very fortunate for that. Actually, uh, two months ago, we were the first ones to get in there since COVID hit over a year and a half ago. Then they called and said, Oscar, you want to come in? And I said, yeah, well, who, who's been? And they said, nobody. And I said, oh, man. They said, you Sign guys are the first come back. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's do no it. No doubt. And, 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 and so those redfish that are in that hatchery are the ones that are used to stock Bronick and Calaveras Lake. Correct. And because because they are saltwater redfish, right? Uh, a freshwater drum is, is when you get into like Gaspar Goose and yes. stuff like that. Yeah. But um, but the saltwater redfish drum needs salinity to reproduce. To spawn. To Correct. Have, yeah. Yep. Yes. And so because they, they they get those saltwater redfish and they put them in Bronick and, and Calaveras, 
at a, at a very young age, the fingerlings, um, there is no salinity. So therefore they, 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 they don't spawn, they don't reproduce. Yeah. And um, all they do, man, is eat and grow. <laughs> and grow. That's all they do is eat and grow. And for the most part, you know, 80, 85% of the time, the water's warm if, it, if yes. it's not boiling because bronic and calaveras lake is a cooling, it's a big cooling uh, yes. uh, lake, right, for our CPS energy. Yes. And, and uh, so the both water's powerful warm. Lakes. Yeah, the water's pretty powerful much warm. Lakes, yep. yeah. And yeah. one thing that's cool about that lake is, is uh, very often there are redfish caught that just have the most awesome spot patterns there for some reason they're like some yeah, of the coolest man. looking spotted fish that have like you know 100 spots or 60 spots 70 spots come out of those lakes yeah yeah it's, it's and, really and you neat. know what and you know what that's growing up here in san antonio fishing bronick and calaveras power plant lakes redfish uh man in the 80s and the 90s and even the early 2000s uh the redfish were 40 inches and plus dude yeah and that was that was often like it's you you can come today you can come tomorrow and catch some 36 37 38s and so the freshwater rule for Texas Parks and Wildlife where the red drum is 20 inches and over there's no max and there's no tag use yeah as opposed to the saltwater so growing up with that mentality uh man we fished you know redfish in 14 to 27 feet of water Yes, and 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 so and and there was many different ways jigging or or uh, down rigging trolling, yep. mm -hmm. you know, and so coming out of high school and going to Port Mansfield, and I remember spending two days in Port Mansfield in ten inches of water, and everybody was saying, "There's redfish here," and I said, "There ain't no way, man. The redfish are in fourteen feet of water. They're in twenty-five feet of water because that's all I knew." And, and 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 going down to the saltwater, man, it was so different, and yes. it was so unique. It's a different, you know? definitely different transition. In if you had grown up, you know, targeting yeah, those fish in the fresh water, when you're actually trolling rattle traps or like your flutter spoons, yeah. and you know, you can use yeah. inline inline um, sinkers with a swivel and a longer leader to get like big curly tails down. I've done that in different passes in on the Gulf side, but. The, the, it's totally different. You're not like throwing just chunks of. You do a lot of trolling if you know if you yeah, want to cover more water, and you you have to be keen on your electronics. Um, yes, downscan side imaging. Yes, definitely because those fish are are practically like like um, I don't know if the word's brainwashed, but they run in schools. Yes, like all day. I mean, just 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 like many other fish, but over there at, at our here in San Antonio in our power plant lakes, they run in schools, man. So. For the most part, if you have, if you're trolling to, to, um, I tell you what is a really, really big hit is like Kelly Wigglers, man. You know, Kelly Wigglers is, is prime for us because they are really durable and mm -hmm. they're a little harder. Right down south, lures makes an excellent lure, and it's, it's what does it catch it on the fall? You know, it just yep. has so much action, and and, and and that works very well. But here, like with us trolling, man, you really want to paddle tilt. And there's a lot of great companies out there, but we uh, grew up with Kelly Wigger and down rigging, you know, paddle tails. Mm -hmm. um, and to, to, because of, of, of how they're made, man, it was just perfect for us. But uh, if, if, you, if you catch one, if, you, if one rod goes off, more than likely 60, 70% of the time, the other one's going to go. Yeah, the other one's going to go. Yeah. yeah. You got, you got split three, up. Yeah. And if you got three rods out, man, you you better be ready because all three of them are going to go off more than likely, you know. Um, but it, it's yeah, I, I love it, man. You know, we have so the for the upcoming tournament, or is there a, yes. a lim limit of rods, limit of lures you can have in the water? Is it just artificial only? Um, you know, give give a little inf info on that for everybody uh, that might be oh, interested yeah. for that one. Yeah, man, I would love to. You know, so um, so this is our tenth year, and, and we're having a kayak tournament at Calaveras Lake um september 25th and 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 so our tournaments are designed for the people um they're they're designed for the people and for the lake or wherever we're fishing so because we're fishing calaveras we allow bait you know uh, bait is big on, on calaveras uh live bait you know fresh dead 
um, is big, but so is artificials. So for our kayak tournament, we allow we allow uh, artificial and live or dead bait. Any okay. you know everything within six parts and walleye pools, and Very you can cool. use two. You can use two rods. Two rods per kayak. Yeah, and, and and the kayak can be paddle or pedal, just no motor rides. No electric and, and motors. Yeah, no, no electric or gas powered motors. And the only reason why is to kind of keep it somewhat of a playing field. You know, um, uh, we we all launch out of the same area. We all yeah. come back into the same area. We all eat. Man, we eat and, and we drink. And, you know, we, we uh, I'll tell you a little bit about, you know, Friday night. We got a, probably about 100 or more campers are going to come out and we're going to have a free cornhole tournament. We have oh, cool uh, prizes for that. We have a big fish fry for everyone uh, with, with hush puppies and just on and on. The next day we have breakfast for everybody. And, and then we have lunch again after the tournament. And we we we, uh, we really treat people the way that we like to be treated, you know? Correct. Um, but, you know, for the kayak, I mean, it, it's, it's pedal or paddle. No motor, no 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 motors, uh, electric or gas, none of that. Uh, no downrigging, you know. That there's there's no downriggers allowed on the kayaks, which yeah. some people have. You know, that's a right. style of fishing out there. Mm -hmm. But for this event, you know, they, they take them off, and uh, you're able to, to use two two rods at the same time. Some people, you know, anchor up, and some people troll, and and but you you can definitely use two rods at the same time. You don't have to use just one. Um, and 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 it's a great time. Man. And you know we have we have a shoreline. We have a forty-hour shoreline tournament out there. We have a, a boat tournament, a motorboat tournament out there. Oh, cool. uh, yeah. So we were able to target all fishermen, whether yeah. you had a kayak or or, or or you don't have anything, and you know you, uh, you just have a lawn chair and a rod holder. We we have an event for you. Yes, sir. Man, that's cool. It just it just. Blows my mind that those those giant redfish are swimming around out there with, you know, and, the, <laughs> and there is bass on the there's bass in those lakes too. There's, you know, other freshwater, freshwater game fish and everything. But uh, yes. that would be a cool event to me. It'd be have like a redfish one day and, and bass the next on the same lake. <laughs> I, no, man. I tell you what, and, and you know, back in the eighties and nineties. There used to be bass tournaments in those lakes, big ones, dude. Like yep. big, the bass clubs. Uh, that that was a that you know because those fish, they don't have too much length, but they got weight. Man, it's it is, you know they they they, they call them footballs. Yeah, there are footballs stuff. in that lake. In yeah, both of those lakes. Know, yeah, but you know what, man? They haven't. You know, bass fishing there hasn't been. Uh, I, I would say popular for like ten years. So I think it'll really hit, dude. I really, really do. I really do, because you know you're, they're going to have some weight. It's just that nobody really targets them there. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know why. You know, maybe it's a different clientele. But yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I don't know. I mean, if people think that you know all the big bass are at a, a bass drop all over the uh, what is it Falcon, Amazon, Falcon, I don't <laughs> Granger, Joe Canyon. Yeah, man, Choke Canyon, definitely Choke, Choke Canyon. That's one of my favorite lakes. Choke yeah, and, Choke and Fayette, yeah, Fayette stuff. Bass drops good, but it's you know just you got to weed through a lot of small fish. You can go there and have fifty fish days, no problem. Um, they're all really fun lakes. Uh, we're we're lucky to be in our area. We're two hours away from quite a few really cool lakes. And then what's cool about San Antonio too is having those two that uh, have redfish in. Like I said, they. Y'all yeah, go to the I website, check it out. You know, I'll definitely, uh, I'm off. So I'm planning on coming out and trying my hand at those freshwater beasts. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and, and you know what? This kayak tournament is for the single heaviest redfish. Yep. So when, you know, um, that alone makes it anyone's ball game. Yes. You, you know, all you, all you need is one. We're not asking for three. We're not asking for this, for yep. uh, multiple species. It's just a single heaviest redfish. And, and, and I tell you what, man, you know, um, it's anybody's ball game. I, yeah. We have people that fish that lake every day, and they come to our tournaments, and, and you know, they don't win. It's just it, it wasn't their day. And, yeah. and it's not that they can't catch fish. It's just that it's it's the single heaviest redfish. Single heaviest. You know? Is there any yeah, side pots or anything like a spot pot? Most spots win or oh, anything like yeah, that? Oh, yeah, man. Cool deal. Yeah, yeah. You 
definitely have to to uh, get into the most spot thing. Oh, and yeah. we got a catfish, you know, because there, there's some big oh, blues cool. in there too. Yeah, man. you'll catch big blues uh, trolling. They'll sl- they'll slam yeah. a, a rattle trap and stuff too. <laughs> yeah, man, they'll, they'll hit a spoon For sure. yeah. Spoons, yep, jigging spoons and all that good stuff. Yeah, I'll have yeah. I'll have quite a few slab spoons ready to go and, and some of the bigger rattle traps. Um, That's right. Some good stuff right. ready to go with that and see uh, see what happens. I might have to get up there and, and fish it a couple more times before before <laughs> that time. But, I mean, September's yeah. pretty busy. I uh, got uh, Southeast Texas Kayak Bass League Championship, the classic the weekend before that. Man, Palestine and, and uh, Athens. And then, um, you know, October's busy, man. It's just, there's all kinds of stuff going on recently. You know, I was just in, uh, in Grand Isle last, uh, yeah, last man, week. I, saw I was, that. uh, I got over there Friday, Thursday morning. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. And, uh, you know, for Ride the Bull, and then, you know, that that storm just really spun up out of nowhere. And they the, the models were kind of weird on it at first, and then it kind of... Uh, took a bullseye right there to Grand Isle pretty much. <laughs> so I fished yeah. that afternoon. Um, you know, we had a little lightning on the water, had a little excitement, <laughs> kind of had a couple of squalls come through on us. But, you know, they made a mandatory evacuation for Friday at 10 a.m. So they canceled the tournament. You know, we were on the water Thursday afternoon when they canceled the tournament. And we were like, well, I guess we're turning around. I'm turning around driving home the next day. So. You know, it's unfortunate with what happened. Uh, Bridgeside Marina was was dealt a pretty bad blow. I mean, a lot yes. of the stuff I'm sure is unrecognizable on on Grand Isle right now, in, in Leeville, Golden Meadow, all those communities there. You know, hey, we're uh, we're thinking about y'all. You know, um, just uh, man, I, I'd say prayers I'd for everybody over there. Man. They they got dealt a, a big one. That was a pretty pretty major storm to go in over there. Yeah, you, you know, man, um, I, you know, uh, so here, you know how we had that freeze, right? Yes, yes. So we, we, so we had snow and, you know, personally, like we didn't, we didn't have any power and, and uh, for several days and we were very fortunate to have water, but, you know, going through that and then uh, being in your home, like, like with busted pipes and no electricity yep. and, 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 you know, we were still able to go on social media and the people in Florida were fishing, catching tarpon, and we're yeah. over here like like suffering, right? And and and, and you know, I, I really felt that this time around because um, even like when Hurricane Harvey hit, you know, and and and, and damaged our, our our Gulf really bad, it, it yeah. really didn't hit us. But but during the whole snow era, uh, man, we got hit hard, and I saw other people like still living their lives, and and but you know, it's really hard, man, because I know this week. Like Louisiana got hit really hard, and I'm like, dude, I kind of feel bad that we're 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 here. You know, we have power, we have water, and yep. man, those guys don't have it, dude. And and it's it's, it's just it's, it's sad, and and it's a bad deal, you know. And I don't know, man. Yeah, it's kind of hard for me it's, to, it's to go on and, and do things because I know that they're hurting, man. I and, know. Uh, you know, when, when we had our deals down here in Rockport and, and, and Houston, my sister's in, in yep. Houston, uh, you know, the, the Cajun Navy came down, yep. you know, so it, it's, I mean, man, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's definitely different. Uh, you know, Harvey, you know, we had two, three days without power here. Um, same with the freeze. I'm not sure which one I, I'd rather toss up and take. Uh, probably the freeze because it was more comfortable in the house <laughs> yeah. and I was actually able to get a hold of a generator and, and, you know, run a few things. Um, when Harvey hit, you know, it's the humidity and the, you know, no air conditioning, you know, you take this kind of stuff for granted, you know, I was in the military, you know, I lived in the field, you know, we played, yeah. you know, we had training exercises where you slept in a dirt pit and all kind of good stuff in the rain. And, you know, I've been there, done that, yeah. but you know, 
you take for granted these, you know, the air conditioning, the power, the running water, all this good stuff, yeah. you know, and then when it's gone, you're like, holy cow, you know. And, so, and, yeah. and you know what? And you know what, man? I'll tell you really quick, you know, so like say, um, you know, going into that kids fishing tournament last weekend, um, they had predicted that storm to come a little closer to San Antonio. You know, to Rockport, and this is a week ago. Uh, yeah, a week ago, they like, had a hit port of, coming up Port of Connors Pipes, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Coming yeah, right across exactly. Victoria up into SA. Yep. Sure yeah. So, so, so you know, have so like, you know, Fanatic Angler Foundation, man, we work hard for everything that we have, and and we work and we work and we solicit funds to go out and do free, you know, kids fishing events, whether it's for. Yep. Uh, uh, homeschoolers or even a public school or private school system. Like we go out for um, children's shelters, you know, veterans, we do all kinds of events. And, and so we, we work really hard to go out and, and, and solicit funds and ask for donations. And, and we do all of our paperwork and, and the whole nine yards. So when the day comes, you know, like in my mind, man, I'm, I'm expecting to have, an awesome time. I'm expecting to have a great time because of all the work that has gone into it. But, you know, I never take that day for granted, man. I never, I, I you know, when, when that day is over and, and everyone's smiling, I, I really, really appreciate it because at any given moment, that thing could have gone south, you know, that event, uh, that, that, that time or moment. And, and, and so, you know, things happen. Uh, all the time, man. And, 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 and so when when we have a good day, you know, weather-wise or, or just uh, uh, news-wise, man, I appreciate it. Because oh, you never man, know, sure. man. Yeah, you, you never, never know. know. You take it for granted. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Woo. For real. Well, but it's we got good, a, man. something else for you here. I usually like to, you know, pick my guest's brain. And we do a thing called pick three. Pick three. So... You're getting salty with three setups. Uh, you know, it could be, you know, spinning setup, baitcaster setup. You know, what are they going to be? And what are you going to have tied on them for inshore redfish? Go. Yeah, man. <laughs> I <laughs> No pressure. Yeah, so, no pressure. <laughs> so, so, you know, man, I have gotten really spoiled with spinning reels and 20-mile-an-hour winds, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah. So I try not to mess too much with bait casters. My my favorite bait casters is pin. I fish a lot of pin reels and, and I actually use uh, fish stick rods, you know, out of Pitchcock, but um Santa Fe area. But um yeah, I love pin reels, man. I, you know, I, I'll use a twenty five hundred uh anywhere. I'll use it on the jetties, I'll, I'll I'll use it in, in the in the baits. Um so I would have to say if you know if the winds are about 15 or, or more. I probably shouldn't even be on a kayak, but wherever I'm at, uh, I would definitely use a spinning reel. And, and anything under the net, I use a pin squall. The low yeah. profiles, man, dude, I fell in love with those pin squalls. Um, but, um, man, so three baits? Yeah, is, is three setups, three baits. Three setups, man. I would say definitely a popping cork. Um, man, I wish I would have. Remember what old Poco said? Did he go through this too? <laughs> yeah, I'll have Poco on too. Yeah, damn oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. What do you call it? Uh, yeah, but I would have to say probably a poppy cork with a gulp. Mm -hmm. You know, man, gulp is 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 has been really, really, really good to us. We do a lot of recreation fishing and and tournament fishing as well. But um, I would have to say a poppy cork with a gulp. Um, and it kind of depends on what that water's like, but sometimes yep. you know I'll, I'll definitely use an AM lure. They got you got that big old garlic, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and we've actually we actually had put garlic in anise back in our bass fishing days, you know. And I brought yes. that I brought that to the salt with me man twenty years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but now it's commercialized. Now everybody knows about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you, uh, you got those guys from uh, uh, Stain Stick and all that stuff, and, and you can put that scent. But AM lures comes out with it, ready to rock and roll, man. Um, oh yeah, you you can smell it through the packaging. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's very. True. Reach out and touch you. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely have some AM all over you. You ain't getting no loving. You smell it yeah, like the dang man. garlic bread. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, and 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 imagine with with the gulp juice, man. You go from oh, gulp yeah. to AM. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd much rather have the AM juice than that gulp juice any day <laughs> all over. Trust me. Yeah. I'd rather smell like I came out of Olive Garden with the breadstick <laughs> than smelling like I've been in the, in the the rotten fish market, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, oh, yeah. man, that no, AM's got great action. They 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 got that, you know, you can burn them in with that paddle, you know, they got that ribbon tail on them, you know, and they got a cool yes. little, you know, shad profile. It's some, some good looking baits. Yeah, man, when they came out with those minis, you know, I was really excited. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, man, dude, keeping it down to three, that's that's really tough. I mean, I've always liked Kelly Whitler, the ball tail shads. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a time and a place, man. I wish I could actually put some hard – I got some hard baits, man, made by Livingston Lures, dude. That's oh, yeah. Killer. I mean, uh, you, know, you know, everybody needs a topwater bait. So. Yeah, Livingston makes some good top waters. They got some good jerk baits and good wake baits. Yeah, they got their. Yeah, you know, they man. make some good stuff uh, on the salt water for inshore stuff and 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 bass side. Uh, yeah. You know, it'd be kind of tough for me to narrow it down. I mean, three is kind of a. <laughs> you know, some tournaments have rod, you know, uh, limits. You know, there's a couple here and there that have. Oh, you can only take four, and then some are like, oh, whatever, just take as many as you want. So today, I yeah. fished this morning. You know, I had a. Four horsemen popping cork with a grande kicking shrimp with shrimp imitation. Um, I had a smaller oh, top man, water. You guys are running that grande salt, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm dude. yeah, we, we, yeah. We, got some, we got some new colors and stuff coming out on the uh, the two eight uh, kickback shads, a little smaller. They they swim really good. I have one of them tied on an eighth ounce jig head today. You can just burn it back from the grass lines, or it, it, even if you're you see a couple of you know, fish moving, you just pitch it right in front of them and kill it. And then right when they get yeah. in front of you, just pop, pop, and they'll, bam, they'll get a reaction strike. Um, right. You know, I had two, I had the little smaller um, heading uh, spook, the boyo. Um, oh, yeah, all, all yeah. The protected shorelines, but the water's calm. Those smaller top waters have been key. They will not hit a one-knock, or they won't hit a spook junior when the water's slick. They're hitting that smaller boyo big time. Um, then I had a wake bait, a uh, guy, Salty Plugger, here in Victoria, uh, paints paints with some customers for me, and then Strike Pro makes a pretty good one too. Um, their hunchbacks are kind of tough hunchbacks. to beat. Uh, yeah. If they're structured and scattered shell along the shoreline, uh, and it's less than a foot deep, sometimes they won't come up and eat that top water. You put a wake bait over them, and they will crush it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's what I had on the day. Right. And I had a I had a bull, uh, Z-Man Bullseyes spinner bait with the with the um, ice strike jig head. So I got that when burned with a mud flap. Sometimes they'll hit those pretty good. Yeah. I had six rods today. Go figure. <laughs> man, that is so cool. You know, you know, when, when, you know, I always tell people, man, you gotta be careful what you ask for, because, you know, I always wanted to, to teach kids fishing and I wanted to, and, and, and it, you know, it wasn't all about catching your personal best because mm-hmm. it, you know, it's about learning. It's about, uh, being safe out there so yep. that you can fish tomorrow, right? Learn, you know, True. take care of yourself today so that you can go back out tomorrow. Um, when, when they come to our fishing clinics, you know, I tell everyone, like, what you're learning here is, 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 it's, it's priceless information, but it, it's designed for you to be able to come back tomorrow on your own or next week, yep. come back with your family, you know, and, and, and continue to enjoy the outdoors. So there was too many there was too many um, organizations giving kids rod and reels with a little type of worm, sending them on their way. And the yep. kid didn't know what to do or, or, or have any kind of concept. So that, that that's how we started. And so, like, when I yep. listen to you talk right now and, and you're like, man, mud, sand, shell, you know, all that is the theory behind the method. You know, there's a reason True. why we do stuff. Yep. Um, and, and, and so when the Internet came out, a lot of people lost that. You just go Google Bronick Lake right now at seven o'clock and yep. they tell you, man, you know, the stripers are hitting on, on, on chicken liver and three feet of water or whatever. Yeah, and you go and that. do yep. that and you go do that and you catch, but you don't know why, you know. Yeah, you don't the information know. age is upon us, you know, just like That's you're right. saying. Um YouTube is a great source of watching yes. videos and, and, and learning different things, but there's a whole different theory behind time on the water yes. and building your confidence using those different presentations then versus yep. watching it and say, Oh, I can go do that. Well, you might go throw top water 
at somewhere that's the fish aren't set up to eat top water. And then you're like, man, I'm not going to throw that again, but it's just the conditions <laughs> are right. The conditions are different. Just like fish true. in different areas. You know, you might, this guy might, man, I tore him up in Texas Bayou. So-and-so man, I tore him up in there. And then you go there tomorrow and you don't catch a thing. Well, yeah, that's you right, don't really man. fish spots. You got to, adapt and, and figure out what those fish are doing, what they were relating to that day. The weather might be different. The barometric pressure might be different. Salooner phase might be different. There might be cloud cover. It might be, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you can go yeah, into. Hey, I'll, and, and hey, deal. Yep. I was going to say, man, or are the cows could be up moving or laying down. Yep. I'm going to tell you yesterday, I can, I can, <laughs> I can share this with people yesterday. Um, I got on some fish. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com early in the morning and then you know the the major was you know six ish to eight ish seven forty five ish and then you know it went a while i got a couple just reaction strikes from the wake bait because they'll 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 come and smack it every now and then if you get it close over their face um yeah but then closer towards the minor in the middle of the day i saw some egrets moving some snowy egrets that's a big indicator for a uh, redfish pushing bait and yeah. uh, I went over to them and had a little small group of, you know, four or five fish pushing bait, who threw it right into two, bam, jacked one out of there. You know, yeah. a couple hundred yards down the bank, I saw a couple more moving, went over there, bam. Yeah. It was the birds were moving. And then, like, yeah. and then I didn't see anything else. And then I kind of moved around and kind of fished around blind casting. And then all of a sudden, I came up on a couple fish and they were birds and they were just perched, just sitting there. And there was no fish around. And there was nothing. I came to the next point. There's birds just perched, no fish around. So that little window yeah. in that minor, they turned on. The birds were chasing and feeding. There was other birds nipping on the water. And then when they didn't feel like eating no more, you just saw them like perched. And then the fish, it died. I mean, the bite went dead. I mean, I fished another two hours just kind of getting back to the ramp. And I picked up one more fish when, you know, that minor, I was just boom, boom, boom. There was a little small schools moving and pushing bait. You know, it just it, that that shows you right there that you know if the other if in the heat of the day, when, when the other animals aren't doing anything, and fish probably aren't doing anything. Either, <laughs> you know, back yeah, off man, it's a domino effect. Yeah, sure is. But yeah, like you say, yeah, time on the water. Um, you know, building that confidence up, and and you know what y'all do teaching the kids is it, really cool because you know. Just like you said, I know some other organizations might just say, oh, kids fishing day. And then they go and they give them a rod and some bait and then they fish and then they send them on their way. But what y'all are doing, y'all are actually educating them. Um, you know, you're building their confidence up. You get them, you know, the tools, the valuable tools they need. So yeah, man. that's and, super and, cool. and, and, you know, so like we uh, teach like stewardship of the land. Yep. You know, we talk about recycling and, and we have a marine debris timeline and Yep. You know, monofilament falls in the bottom of the pond. It's going to take 600 years for it to disintegrate. And, and the kids, man, they freak out, dude. They, you know, when, when you wow them with, like, facts, they're like, yep. holy moly. You know, all the, the to-go cups. And so we yep. – Styrofoam, so plastic. To, yep. Yeah. And so we teach them to not only – like, to not only litter. Like, don't litter, right? So we, we, we instill that in them. But we also teach them where it goes. Yes. You know, does it go in the brown trash can and the blue recycle? And like for us, we have an organic one here. It's green. And 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 and, and so we teach them where where, you know, we teach them not only to pick up the trash, but also where does it go? And and, and it's just it's just a simple reminder. You know, it's just it's just uh, I love it, man. We talk about watershed, you know, and 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 so like you guys get True. affected with the brown tide and the red yep. tide and. You know, and, and stuff like that. And, and we get affected with, like, watershed where, you know, San Antonio is probably about 80% asphalt and concrete, dude. True. And so so that, that trash, man, it, it goes, it flows, you know, and it goes yep. straight to the ponds. And, 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 and yep. so 
whenever people go to ponds and they say, man, look at all these weeds, you know, I tell them, those aren't weeds, you know, cattails and stuff like that. That's actually designed there to catch trash. Yeah. And, and, and there's so much, dude, and they get so fascinated, like, wow. And then we teach them how to tie a knot. Teach them how to tie a, how to tie a clinch knot. And, I, and once they pick up the clinch knot, the improved clinch knot, then we yeah. teach them a polymer knot. Yeah. And so they go fishing, they get snagged, the line breaks, man. You know what? They tie on another hook. They don't, they, they, they don't go home. You know, some people are like, man, I'm done. I busted my line. And so we teach them how to tie knots. And it, it's just so cool, man. It's so cool. Fanaticanger.org. Yep. Check yeah. them out. It's right there on the scrolling across the bottom. Um, Fanatic Angler Foundation. Look them up on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, your Instagram account. Yeah. Fan, fanatic. Uh, underscore uh, TX, right? Underscore yeah. TX, yep, right there on the bottom. And then the website, site www.finaddictangler.org. G, he's a G. Yeah, so, yeah man, man, that's uh, the Paddle and Finn podcast for doing, sure. Doing the stuff right, man. Y'all got it going on. <laughs> you know, we'll uh, we'll plug, um, we'll, we'll post a link uh, to the website in the show description on YouTube. And when it comes out on Facebook, share a little bit about the dates of the upcoming kayak tournament for freshwater redfish. And that yep. is on Calaveras, correct? Calaveras Lake. It's on Calaveras Lake, man. And yep. San Antonio. Actually, it's a little. One thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's like on the outskirts, right? But outskirts. There, 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 there is a, um, there's a fee to come into the park, man. So Thousand Trails is a management company that was hired by cps energy yes so i want to say it's about 15 dollars for you to come in with your kayak you know for the yeah. day but um it's all but, good you know, that's how much galetto is now 17 <laughs> yeah man for real and so what we do is you know you you you, you come in and hang out with us man we're mm -hmm. gonna eat very well you know we're gonna eat for two days and uh you know we have kielbasa we have motor fire protection buying the all the burgers for the next day. We have a cool deal. Boomers, boomer seafood for Friday night's deal. Like for the fish, fish fry Friday night. The yeah, y'all gonna get hooked dude. up, man. Yeah, yeah I might, man. I might just have to make it down and just <laughs> sleep in the truck or something and hang out Friday night. Have a few uh, adult beverages, yes. cold ice cold. Oh man, we have all those too, man. Have a good yeah, little time, just, man. I'm looking forward yeah. to it now. It's got me, got me excited about that. I tell you what, man. You know we we. You know, we have a big banquet over there at the San Antonio Food Bank every year, and it's in March. And, and you know, our, our like, alcohol bar, you know, man, our, our drinks are 3 and $4. And, and people tell me all the time, you know, this is a fundraiser. You can have it for 10 or 7 or 8 But, man, I, 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 and in all honesty, and we're, we're being straight up, like, I don't want to pay that. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I mean, what, what, what I'm comfortable with is, I mean, we, we treat people the way that we want to be treated. And, exactly. Yep. And, and and I love it, man. I mean, dude, I can't even tell you all the times that people have helped us, like, with anything and everything. And it's amazing. It's just a full circle. That's awesome, man. Well, Oscar. I love it. Dude, I appreciate you coming on, sharing a little bit about Fin Attic with everybody and, uh, you know, what yeah, y'all have done with the, the kids' fishery, kids' fishing programs and the stuff for veterans. Uh, you know the golf tournament. Y'all get on, hey. get on their website, check it out. Uh, yeah, man. I'll tell you really quick. Go under yeah. the events. Uh, go to the yes. fanaticangler.org under events. In November, we have a big uh, military appreciation day. Like it's, it's fanatic anglers, uh, vet, vets on the water. And uh, man, dude, we have like about fifteen briskets. Uh, we have the Lone Star Grillers out here cooking them up. Um, we we have all these boat captains that come, they show up to, and this is all at Calaveras. Calaveras is the larger lake of, of Bronick. You know, Bronick's a lot smaller. So we it's it, we cannot have any events there. It's too small for what, what we do. So everything that we do is at Calaveras. But uh, you guys come out, man. Uh, veterans, you know, uh, and, and, and any any armed forces, man. You're more than welcome. There it is, right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, so that's our logo. And, you know, on that day, all, and everything's free. All you got to yep. do is come out. And 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 uh, we'll sign up on our website. We get a head count. We match you up with a with a boat captain. You guys go fishing for half a day. You come back and we eat. You know, for another hour or two and hang out and and, and talk. Um, you know, anyone that's in San Antonio, I'm the vice president for the Heroes on the Water. 
San Antonio chapter. So we have 16, we have 16 kayaks. You know, we had an outing two weeks ago in uh, Kingsbury, Texas. But we we uh, try to go out every third Saturday. But man, dude, we rock and roll, man. We we have uh, uh man, we have an event this weekend on the San Antonio River. It's crazy. Man, y'all we just have, got we it going a, on, man. <laughs> yeah, man, we have, we have a daddy, we have a, a, a daddy daughter thing uh next next weekend on the eleventh. Like we have 30, 30 dads and and, and they're coming with their daughters, and some of them have two daughters and three daughters. Oh, cool but, deal! And we we accommodate everybody, man. I got rotted reels like crazy. We got a uh, DMN baits, you know, the worm company. They yep. they hook us up, man. We, they they help us pay it forward. And so uh, there's so many people involved. It's excellent, man. Everyone's awesome welcome, stuff. dude. Everyone. So welcome. yeah, get on that website, check them out, you guys. Uh, lots of great stuff coming out. Coming down the line from uh, Fin Attic Angler Foundation. So y'all go check yeah, it out and see what all is coming up. Looking forward to this uh, kayak tournament on September the 25th. Uh, 25th. 25th. Yeah, plan to come uh, out on the 24th, man. Yep, come out on the 24th and come hang out. Yep. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see everybody there. And don't hesitate to come up and uh, say hello if you've uh, heard this podcast yeah. and stuff. Uh, just – Come on out and have a good time. Looks like it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's I'll fun. Be ready man. to go. It's for everybody. And if anybody needs any help or anything, you let us know, dude. Man, you know, I'll tell you really quick, the kayak industry is just boomed. But, yeah, uh, you know, there's there's people that have YouTube channels now, and they have uh, a really large uh, Instagrams and stuff like that. And and some of them even, even have uh, – uh, uh, all these big videos, man. I guess I mentioned YouTube already, but um, and with when you talk to these individuals, man, they'll they will talk about fanatic, and and our roots run really deep, you know. Um, uh, I don't know, man. And 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 some of them will say, my first kayak event was going to a fanatic one, you know, to go have a good time. It's really laid back. It's not cutthroat. There's other events for that, you know. Our, our yeah. ours is not one, and. Um, a lot of people started with us, dude. It's super cool. It's super cool, and, and I love it. A lot of people started with us, and, and, yeah. and just coming out and everybody helping each other. Uh, and all, all we're gonna do is continue to go forward. That's it. Yes. Let's let's, yes, let's show out this year. Have a big turnout, everybody, Texas anglers, or if you're some of my, you know, inshore brethren that want to come on over, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, any other is listeners over there, come over here and get your take your hand at these uh these freshwater redfish. They're beasts. So uh, yeah, they are, know, man. There'll be info on what, all of that. You know, I tell you what, those freshwater redfish they don't reproduce. All they do is eat and grow, dude. That's it. That's, That's all, they, all do. they do. All they do is eat, eat and grow. And grow because they're mad because they're not yeah. reproducing. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And they're in and they're in warm water. And they're warm water but, all the time. Yep. They're gonna get. Man. There's some beast in there. They will yeah, they uh, go for a Texas slave rod for sure in the kayak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then they break your heart because you reel them in and they're only like 22 inches. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tacovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. <laughs> yeah, they're strong fish over there. They're definitely some mutant <laughs> yeah. freshwater redfish. Oh, yeah. Teenage mutant yeah. freshwater redfish. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, Oscar, I appreciate you coming on tonight. 
Um, you know, man, dude, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah, this, this, you know, this was exciting, and I was I was waiting for it, so I'm glad it happened. Thank you. Right on, man. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on, and once again, thanks to all the listeners out there that, that tune in to uh, th- this segment on the Palin Finn Network. Uh, you know, y'all can check it out on. Um, if you're watching this video, you can also check it out on your all your podcast platforms and Waypoint TV. There's an app you can go and actually watch these episodes too and listen to them. Um, and, you know, this segment's proudly brought to you by Waterloo Rods and Truchador and Co. We gladly thank them for their support of this segment. And once again, just thanks everybody for tuning in to Chasing the Tide. We'll catch y'all next time. You. Yes, sir. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. fun to go like just full-blown redneck on these fish this is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here from the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters enjoy the best fishing panama city beach has to offer during chasing the sun sundays at 9 30 a.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment